Hello, this is Dennis Thomas with Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So as we know, we are celebrating Thanksgiving, a day of giving thanks. And I had to go back and do a bit of research because even I found myself a little bit perplexed here trying to remember everything about Thanksgiving and why we celebrate it. I know we think about pilgrims and the Mayflower and this ship coming across the ocean, people coming to America and being thankful for what they have. And yes, that's true. And I wanted to talk about that because part what we do here is try to be curious and inquisitive and also equip ourselves with certain tools that we need to successfully navigate this complex world. And understanding and learning things, topics, are always key to helping us be able to navigate that. And even that idea of being effective with learning and effective with thinking. I've been reading a book recently about effective thinking. I'll tell you a little bit more about the book once I finish reading it. And I've also been asked by the pastors of one of the churches that I attend to be a part of a teaching group. So this is the pastors trying to teach teachers, right? So teach a group of individuals how to be teachers of the Bible. And so we kind of touch on these 50 doctrines of Christianity, but a lot of reading and a lot of summarizing and reviewing to be able to understand this information. So always helpful for us to get into that mode of learning. As I tell my kids, you never stop learning and you don't want to get to that point. Life would probably be very boring if we got to that point of not wanting to learn and gather more information. And it also is helpful too, because it's working that brain muscle. Sometimes you come upon some information that surprises you a bit. And the thing today that surprised me with reviewing and researching a little bit about Thanksgiving and why we celebrate it and the first celebration of Thanksgiving is how much even God is involved in this. I was talking to the youth group. I'm a youth group teacher. And so once a month, I speak to, they probably range from maybe 10 years old up to 17, 18 or so. And we were talking about our dating system, how we have a dating system that's based upon this event in our history, which would be Jesus Christ's birth. So for individuals that don't believe in Jesus Christ, we're still following a dating system that's based upon this single event. And so you have BC, before Christ, where the numbers start at year one and they go backwards, mainly because we don't know necessarily when the earth began. So you can't have a starting point there. So you basically find a, a middle ground of an event that was big enough in history, which would have been Jesus Christ's birth. That would be the middle of the line. You go to the left of that, you have anything that happened before Christ starting from year one, and you go up from there. And then to the right of that, you have A.D., Anno Domini, Latin, year of the Lord, going from one all the way up to 
where we are right now in 2020, approaching 2021, but using Jesus Christ's birth as the middle ground. So even our dating system and every major group, every every uh, person in this world for the most part, communities, they follow this dating system that's based on Jesus' birth. So you can't run away from God too much. And then we see here with these settlers, same thing. They are in a way thanking God for what he provided. So let me speak about this origin here. So it's origins based on the details of the famous feast between the Plymouth colony settlers and the Wamponag Native Americans uh, in November of 1621 in Massachusetts. And we see the program's journey aboard the Mayflower, right? This big ship, maybe it wasn't even as big as we thought it was, but uh, a ship that was really designed to take cargo eventually is take are taking people and cargo. So people are at the bottom of the ship uh, taking these this difficult journey across the open ocean. Lasted for more than two months across 3,000 miles of open sea. Uh, not an easy trip here because they dealt with freezing cold elements. They didn't have a lot of food there, right? Maybe their ability to preserve food using salt. Uh, and it's funny, in the Bible they say Christians are the salt of the earth because they're there to preserve. So remember that for those of us that are believers here. But salt was preserving uh, some of the food, keeping it fresh. And maybe in uh, you know, during that time, it might have been difficult to preserve everything, you know, especially things that require maybe cold weather or different types of uh, elements outside of cold or salt to preserve them. You can see here that food went by quick. So they are dealing with food challenges seasickness. Imagine being in the middle of an ocean during a storm and you don't have a lot of support uh, keeping you in one place. If you're pregnant or if you have kids, uh, kids don't last well on a trip for a few hours, let alone a few months. Uh, But I think about the women and being pregnant, that has to be difficult. And then dealing with seasickness and dealing with a boat that's probably rocking back and forth. Those are elements. If anyone has watched the show on, I think it's A&E or Discovery, where they're catching crab and they're out in the open ocean and they're doing this 24 hours a day during the day or at night. And they are uh, dealing with these cold elements. You get to see how rough the seas are, I can only imagine. So we see here they're dealing with these elements, 3,000 miles of open ocean and then in september 1620 a small ship called the mayflower right so we're taking a step back here a small ship called the mayflower left plymouth england carrying about 102 passengers and these were an assortment of religious separatists seeking religious freedom and opportunity in america sometimes when we think about our walk as those that are religious and believers we sometimes seek freedom good thing we live in a country that we are free sometimes it gets attacked a little bit but but when we compare to other countries this is a a great place for people to want to go to for that freedom i was telling my son with the statue of liberty because he was asking me what does liberty mean 
And liberty is that freedom to make your own choices and make your own decisions. And that's what's great about being adults is that we get to do that. And it's great about being in America is that we have more freedoms, more choices. And the Statue of Liberty represents that, which is why people want to come here. And so they want to look for that religious freedom and that opportunity in America. We see here that they finally get to America. And they begin the work of establishing a village at Plymouth. They began to farm and their first corn harvest. And at this point, right, you could see they're on this Mayflower where men and women are probably losing about 25% of their weight just because they're not eating the same, right? Their, their intake of calories is a lot lower. They're not eating as well because of this long journey, right? They bring a, they bring a lot of food, but a lot of it's not preserved, Maybe they have to ration it. You have a lot of people on board. And then you're seasick. Maybe you don't even feel like eating. So a good percentage of your weight is being lost. You come to this new world, and now you have to try to find your way and begin to farm. And so their first corn harvest proved to be successful. And they organized, due to this, a celebratory feast. And they invited the Wampanoag Native Americans. And so they shared in this autumn feast in 1621 in Massachusetts, acknowledged as one of the first Thanksgiving celebrations. And they gave thanks to God for his provision in helping them and in finding 20 acres of cleared land and providing a good harvest. This thanks that they had for God, right? We all have this situation. Well, situations like this happen in our lives where things happen, right? People would have died on this trip. Maybe some didn't make it. Maybe some really were affected by this physically. And so there's always things that we can look at that we're not happy about. But in this case, what they're showing us here is that they were making a decision and a choice to find things that they could appreciate and celebrate. And having that open-mindedness for us to be appreciative of things and to give thanks to God for what he does, to give thanks to others for what they do, is hugely important for us. It allows us to open our heart up. It allows us to not focus on things that are negative because that's easy for us to do. I tell my son that. It's easier for us to focus on the things that are not going on in our lives. And if we do that on a regular basis, our brain begins to get accustomed to that, right? And we start to do these things automatically without thinking about it. And so this is the challenge that we face is trying to overcome that and to do things with intention and to focus our brain on things that are positive and things that we can appreciate. In this, in this case, that's what they did. Now, there are some debates around this, too, because you have some states, Virginia saying that they had the first Thanksgiving, Massachusetts saying they had the first Thanksgiving. A couple of years back, my family and I went with my in-laws to Florida, St. Augustine. They show that they had the first Thanksgiving. So... A lot of debate around that. Uh, we see President Abraham Lincoln, though, first made it official in 1863, quote, as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent father on the last Thursday in November, we see that we celebrate Thanksgiving. So pretty cool story here. Uh, this wasn't easy information to find because I read different 
articles and they have slightly different stories. So I tried to pull it together and think about that story. So now I know a little bit, a little bit more information. Now you know a little more information. So now you have to pay it forward and pass this on, but also pass on that meaning, right? Thanksgiving and what it means for us to be appreciative of things that we have in our lives. I'm appreciative of my family. I'm appreciative of having peace this whole year. I thank God for that peace that he's given me. Philippians 4.16. I better be getting that verse number right, but either way, you can look it up. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God so that his peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and minds. And finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are pure, if there's anything praiseworthy, think on those things. I love those verses in Philippians. And that's a verse I always think about in my mind, but thank God for him giving me that peace over this year. And I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for him protecting us, even though this was a turbulent year that we've gone through with COVID. For me, it still was a very peaceful year. And I thank God for him protecting me like a guard, protecting my heart, protecting my mind. Think about what you're thankful for. Focus on that today. Focus on that moving forward. Right? It starts inward. Anything that comes out of our mouth, any thoughts that we have, it starts inward. And God knows our heart. And so that's why we turn to him, because he knows us and he knows what we need. And being in that mode of thanksgiving is going to be helpful for us. And I love that President Lincoln was thinking about that. And I love that the English settlers were thinking about that too, just thanking God. So thank you. And have a great Thanksgiving. Next time we meet, right? We are going to learn more about another interesting topic and continue on our journey where learning is our destination. So have a great week. Hit me up if you want to email me any questions, thoughts, ideas, things that matter, 11 at gmail.com. Thank you.